welcome to Episode 5 of the BCF ORG Podcast, The Business of Business. I am your host, Brian Fisher. In Episode 4, we discussed consultative sales. Today's Episode 5 will be from the financial column, Accounts Receivable and Accounts Payable. The four podcast categories are Management, Operations, Sales, and Financial. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They are approximately 10 to 15 minutes long. Hopefully, you will find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. As I mentioned in episode one, a lot of us have industry skill sets, not necessarily business skill sets. These podcasts will help you on the business side. We are constantly faced with challenges. This podcast series will assist you in breaking down these challenges into smaller, manageable components. Now, let's move on to today's topics, accounts receivable and accounts payable. Simply stated, accounts receivable is money that is owed to you, and accounts payable is money that you owe. The initials AR and AP are often used to represent these two topics. I typically worked on net 30-day terms. While ideal, this was rarely the case, but typically less than 40 days. Don't wait to receive your money. Call about your receivables. Set up a procedure where you call ahead of time to make sure your invoice is in their system and scheduled for a timely payment. Most companies have a check run day or days, and you want to make sure that you're in the payment schedule. It doesn't take long to know who pays on time and who doesn't. There always seems to be a handful of problem childs who don't pay on time. That is when you need to work something out, either partial payment with the order or even sometimes full payment with the order. They kick and scream, but you are not the only one that has this issue with them. It seems the louder they kick and scream, the worse their payment record. Be prepared not to ship your product until their account is current. You are not a bank. You've had to go out and get a line of credit and give whatever guarantees. They should do the same. A more formal definition of accounts receivable, or AR, is the money due to you for goods or services delivered or used but not yet paid to you by your customer. Accounts receivable represents a line of credit extended by your company and normally has terms that require payment within a relatively short period of time, like 30 days. They are recorded as a current asset on your company balance sheet. If a company has receivables, this means it has made a sale on credit, but has not yet collected the money from the customer. Essentially, the company has accepted a short-term IOU from its customer. Some larger companies have been pressuring their suppliers for longer terms, like 60 or 90 days, or even longer. Somehow, this needs to be figured into the price and your margin. Your supplier is probably likely to put you on credit hold if you don't pay in time. If this happens, you should have a conversation with your customer and your supplier to see if you can work something out. You may have to access your line of credit to pay your supplier before getting paid from your customer The line of credit interest is a cost that reduces your margin. Here's a basic example of accounts receivable. Your customer wants to buy a product for $5,000 on net 30-day terms or credit. During that time, you would have $5,000 listed in your accounts receivable to be paid. 
That's an example of how things work in an ideal world. But what if your customer doesn't pay in 30 days? The money is still owed. Your company is out the money until paid. And you still owe your supplier. That's why accountants define accounts receivable differently than sales. The next step in this situation is to contact your customer. This is why you need to have a procedure in place to collect in a timely fashion. Initially, I didn't have a procedure in place. But once we started calling and collecting, we watched this like a hawk from that day on. Rarely did we use a collection agency. We found the vast majority of customers were very reasonable, but not all. It's important to note that receivables don't carry interest unless prearranged. If not prearranged, good luck on collecting any interest on past due invoices. When you send an invoice, your accounting software creates a debit to the AR account. However, this doesn't mean you have the cash. You only actually receive cash when the invoice is paid and the check clears the bank. Once the amount due has been paid, the transaction is registered by the system. Accounts receivable is an important aspect of a business's fundamental financial health. Accounts receivable is a current asset, so it measures the company's liquidity and ability to cover short-term obligations without additional cash flows. You can look at your average day's receivable report. This measures the average collection days for your company's receivables over a specified period, typically one month, and I watch this all the time. If you have a low turnover ratio or several days past 30 days due to get paid, this is a sign of low quality customers and or a poorly functioning collection system that tells you some changes need to be made. Taking care of this problem is a critical component to having a healthy, successful business. Make sure you keep your sales tax owed separate. This is not your money. It goes to the state and needs to be paid on a timely basis. You may find yourself considering accounts receivables financing. This is where you sell off part of your receivables at a discount, which lowers your profit, because you are selling future profits at a discount, but it provides needed cash now. You want to be very careful here. Two of the most common types of receivables financing are factoring and invoice discounting. Factoring is where a finance company buys some of your receivables at a discount. The finance company then collects payment from your customer when the accounts are due. Invoice discounting is very similar to factoring, but the major difference is that you are involved in the collection process. The customer may or may not be aware that a third-party financing was used. I always avoided both of these. It's hard enough to make money without reducing your income. But I want you to be aware of these options. But you might want to look into other finance options before going here. Now, let's move over to accounts payable. Accounts payable is what you owe your suppliers. Accounts payable is the opposite of accounts receivable. This sounds basic, but you always want to have more receivables than payables. When you purchase goods and or services, it needs to be paid back in a short period of time. Once again, typically 30 days. The accounting entry is known as accounts payable. On a balance sheet, it appears under current liabilities. The accounting department is responsible for making payments owed by the company to your suppliers and vendors. We'll be talking about financial ratios in another podcast, but I always looked at the quick ratio for a snapshot on how we were doing. The quick ratio 
is your accounts receivable divided by your accounts payable. This for sure needs to be greater than one. Otherwise, you owe more money than you will be receiving. Not good. Life can get ugly fast. Being on credit hold by your suppliers or having to pay them in advance is not where you want to be. The accounting department organizes and maintains customer and vendor contact information, payment terms, W-9 information, and, and so forth. Make sure your company's cash and assets are safe. The accounts payable process needs to have internal controls. Uh, you need to be able to verify purchase orders to prevent paying fraudulent invoices, prevent paying inaccurate invoices, prevent paying a vendor invoice twice, verify all vendor invoices are accurate and match with purchase orders and packing slips, and any other required documents that need to be prepared and verified prior to payment. Purchase orders give you legal protection, helps you avoid audit problems, and just makes life easier. They're the single most important tool a business has to keep track of purchases. Keeping track of your debts and making sure you're paying them back on time isn't just important for maintaining good relationships with your suppliers. It can also save you money. Many suppliers offer discounts to customers who pay their accounts early. For example, you may be on net 30-day terms with a supplier and they may offer you 2% discount if you pay within 10 days. Make sure and pay in a timely manner. If not, you are at risk of losing your terms with the supplier and being put on COD, cash and delivery, or even worse, CIA, cash in advance. Cash flow is the lifeblood of any company. Where you are listening to this podcast, click on follow to automatically be notified of future episodes. And feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. If you would like to reach out to me, with any questions, ideas, or potentially be a guest, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the podcast page in the reference bar. And these podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday of each month. In Episode 6, we'll move back over to the management column. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I am Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks.